Blog Talk Radio. Today is Monday, May 11th, 2015. Don't forget to like the show's fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show, on Twitter at Shanice Show, and follow me on Instagram at Shanice Lewis. Now, we have a very special show today. We have Jessica Kane. Jessica Kane is the EVP of Real Omni Media, creative director of new startup fashion website, CoolGalBlue.com, an executive editor of Scorch Magazine, who has been recognized by USA Today, CNN.com, and CocoPerez.com as an influential plus-size style blogger challenging the ideals that big girls can have style with their blog, with her blog, Life and Style of Jessica. She is a confidence crusader who has created a fashion media empire from empowering women to love their bodies and dress fabulously. Let's welcome Jessica Kane to the show. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Shanice. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, I'm excited to talk to you because you got a lot of um, new and exciting things happening, <laughs> and I was like, I have so many questions. I'm sure other people do too. So this is going to be a real informative interview because I want to be all nosy and get in your business. <laughs> so first, how do you like it in Florida? I'm loving it. I definitely wasn't. I was hoping I could adjust to the humidity and heat from the Pacific Northwest. But I tell right. you what, I, I think I think I'm meant for it. My hair is doing okay. I don't got too much frizz. <laughs> so, other than that, I'm loving it down here. I really live in paradise. So you moved to Florida for a business opportunity. Now you mm-hmm. are now the executive vice president of Real Omni Media. Now tell me, what um, does that company do? What is Real Omni Media? Well, Real Omni Media is really the mothership of everything that we're doing, of all the other little businesses. So when I moved to Portland, moved from Portland to Florida, I merged with um, Michelle Crawford, and she at the time was CEO of Cool Gal Blue, and I had mm-hmm. Scorch Magazine and all my other things. And when we met, we realized we were on the same mission, path, and trajectory, and we wanted to combine forces and do something much bigger. So mm-hmm. we decided to merge our businesses, and we created Real Omni Media because for us, it's it's about that, you know, the, the everyday woman and keeping images real and all that. So that's why we called it real on the media. And we have a lot mm-hmm. more, you know, other plans, other business ventures we want to add to it. But for right now, underneath that umbrella, 
is Sports Magazine and Cool Gal Blue, and a few other things we're getting ready to start up. And I saw through social media that you've been meeting with investors for the company, so you have plans mm-hmm. to expand and do way more things under that umbrella, oh, yeah. right? We, absolutely. We already have that first round of seed funding completed. We have an amazing set of angel investors at the moment, and we are working towards that next series of um, capital. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's really one of those things where it's just been truly – such a blessing to be around people with such, you know, that influence and that money and everything to help make all of these dreams happen. Um, mm-hmm. Because you can be passionate all day long, but you need those people to open up those doors. Right, right. Now tell me a little bit about Cool Gal Blue, because I had never heard of this company until yeah. I saw it through your social media. Now did you, were you introduced <laughs> to this company um, with Scorch Magazine? Like were they advertising I, or connected with you through that? That's right. Yeah, that's how I met Michelle. Um, they they launched last, um, oh, I see, end of last year. And she's in oh, fact, so they're fairly new. Scorch. Yeah, they are. She's fairly new with it. She had launched her concept store, and that's where she had met her first group of investors and this and that. And that's when me and her met. And then I ended up flying out to Florida, like, <laughs> that next week. And I was just chatting about everything. But... You know, I could see what she wanted to do with the brand, and I could see, um, like, her passion, her heart behind it. And it mm-hmm. wasn't just another, like, another business. Like, oh, somebody's trying to make a buck off, you know, plus size woman again. And that's what now we, to her. Mm-hmm. And when you said she launched her concept store, mm-hmm. does that mean there is a physical Cool Gal Blue store, or is it all online? No, it's all online. So it was a concept case that you show investors of what your oh, okay. concept is. Yeah, okay. so it's kind of our case test. Okay. So what is the size range and the price point of the clothing there? That's that's the part I love the most. Right now the size range is a bit all over the place um, because we use only um, wholesalers. We, we don't manufacture at this moment ourselves. That's a significant, you know, investment in that ability to do that. So right now we use wholesalers who give us ranges from, I mean, sometimes it's a size 10, which is just insane how that's plus size, but sometimes it's a 10 to 28, and every item comes in a different size range. So I love that. I love that we have every size range available, and then our prices are extremely affordable, which is the other best part. Because who you need fashion affordably? <laughs> I know I love right. the deal. So right. I mean, honestly, it's I mean you can get anything from twenty bucks to fifty bucks. I mean we don't have anything like maybe one of our best pairs of denim was like fifty one dollars, and mm. I mean good pair. So I'm thinking, hey, these are really good prices for good stuff because I quality check everything when it comes in the door. So is the fit junior plus or is everything true to size? Now, some of it is junior plus. However, one of the biggest gripes I get, and of course, like as I'm a size 26, 28, and when I when I saw this one X to X, three X, I said, no, this is this is a huge problem. And thank right. goodness we have an amazing supportive core team. When they brought me in as a creative director, they're like, all right, we're listening. What do we need to do? And within one week, Shanice, they went through every single product and manually resized and rehang tagged everything. 
Um, and wow. what you do is you just measure it. It was in, it was spent. That's how the dedication because that took a lot of work. <laughs> they could have right. said, "Oh, little girls can figure it out. Go grab measuring tape." And I was like, "No, no, no. Listen, I don't measure, and I know that's all the way they were measuring. Tell me what size it is. Just tell me, you know." And right. so they went through. The whole team went through, and we manually they manually measure every piece and every size because sizes change and yada yada. So that way when you go on the site, you can know that that was hand-measured, and that is the size that it translates to in the woman plus chart. Excellent. So, and I saw on the website you were looking for bloggers, for bloggers mm-hmm. to have their own um, collection. Yeah. Now, tell me how does that work, because I've never seen that before, and if it's, you know, done in the straight size, I've never seen it in plus. So tell me how the right? blogger <laughs> that- capsules work. That was, the, the I think, the most exciting piece of it for me. Because as a blogger, I'm thinking, what? You get to have what? Like, whoa, stop, what? And so when I talked right. to Michelle, um, I asked her about that concept. So what it is is the bloggers curate collections. And you know what? I figure, and especially, you know, the whole, the whole idea is that there's no better person to help curate what should be on the shelves, the digital shelves, than the people who are actually out there trying on everything, touching everything, saying what they love, what they don't love, and et cetera, and are true to their voice. I think for us it was the most important piece to partner with bloggers who weren't afraid to say, this is junk, this is good, I hate this, I like this, so this is good on your body, not my body, and to just be completely uh, honest. And so the bloggers that we partner with, they go through and they go through all of our wholesalers, we give them all the links, and they go in the back end and they look at stuff and they pick things out and they curate these collections and then we send them the clothes and they try it on and they then get to review it in person and then they take pictures. And so that process is so involved that when the consumer, especially your reader, who is trusting you, like I like this or I don't, that way the blogger can offer the real opinion, but we're also getting the scope of style from so many different types of people. Like, we're not just one style of store. We're every style of store, and that's so exciting. So at this time, for the bloggers' collection, they can't, um, like, create something from scratch. It has to be something that's already in your... Uh, that's right. Is, okay. Now, yeah, they is curate there a, at the moment. Is there a way for bloggers to make money from having a collection mm-hmm. with the company? Oh, yeah, that absolutely. The commission is built in, and as they sell more pieces, they get more commission, and that's okay. vital. As, a, and as an independent entrepreneur, as we both know, I mean, creating those platforms of revenue for these bloggers, a lot of them are startups that we work with. We work with everyone mm-hmm. from, you know, startups to people who have something, you know, have more more of a platform. And it's a give it's a give-give situation, and not only can they get, you know, to say, I have my own collection, but then they can actually show that what I picked out is what's sold, and that helps them create other brand opportunities with other larger brands because now they have something right. to show for it. Now, who would be the ideal blogger that you would want to work with to create a capsule? Because I know the market is oversaturated with plus-size bloggers now. So who who is the ideal fit for you? You know what's in this little town? You know, I think every blogger is the right blogger. My goal is to add a blogger roster that's, you know, 150 deep. 
I am oh. not worried about, and our investors are very much behind that. Like, there's like, all right, let's get everybody signed up. Let's show the world everyone can have a great, you know, collection. And the collections start out with four outfits. So it's really small. It's not something, you know, that you can't handle with a new blogger. And then you can earn your way up to ten outfits. And, you know, there's much more to earn from there. So what I would truly love is to have, you know, 30 bloggers in each kind of genre from pinup to, to, you know, more of a goth girl to a city sheet girl to et cetera, et cetera. It's about showing that rainbow of diversity that gets me excited. As you know, I've done that with Scorch anyway, too. <laughs> so right. I can't help myself. But I just get excited because we have real people putting in real big money behind this who see it, who get it, who want it, and who love the idea, and who are committed to making it thrive. And if I can help bring in people I've known for years to where we all benefit, I think there's no better situation I'd rather be in. Now, how important is social media numbers um, when a blogger has a, a capsule? Not with very. It? Not very at all, honestly. Uh, style is everything. So if you have a good style, we have to be able to sell clothes. So if we, if and I'm usually that last kind of gatekeeper, I guess you could say, as, as mm-hmm. a creative director, say, yeah, I really think that will sell because I have, you know, I have um, a background in merchandising and actually selling clothes. Like you understand rack appeal and hanger appeal and all that. So mm-hmm. I work with the bloggers one-on-one to say, okay, I really, you really love that, but let's think about will that translate? Will people get it? How are we going to translate this for the user? Because they're shopping online, mm-hmm. a different right. scenario. And we've had girls that started collections with, you know, like a 1,000 Instagram, for instance, and that is a bit, that is a lot. But in the real game of things, when you think about being stamped up by other brands, you are nearly expecting to have at least 10 grand up of anything to be considered what you feel like they want. For us, that is not the gate to entry. The gate to entry is the good style that we think will sell and an authentic, genuine voice. Because if you are not coming off authentically, then we won't. And we want to partner with people who, again, keep it real, who have a real good opinion, who are solid in what they love and don't love, and don't get wishy-washy. We're not trying to just sell clothing and people who buy clothes. We're trying to create relationships and answer problems and answer questions and, and actually provide a service. Awesome. Well, I learned a lot from that. So... <laughs> So besides working with um, Cool Gal Blue now, how involved are you still with Scorch Magazine? More, which is so exciting. I mean, and I was in my last interview, and and we put it in Scorch, actually. Um, I was just, you know, I wanted to make sure people understood that Tiffany Kayla Knight, our editor-in-chief, she ran that magazine top to bottom for the two years I did Portland Fashion Week. And that's Mm -hmm. like I mean, talk about a, an amazing team, you know, when, like, it's just amazing. So now that I can, you know, now that we have financial backing, we are able to create positions where now Tiffany can be a full-time employee and actually get a salary. To me, that oh, wow. is the home run. To me, that is everything we have worked so hard for. And yeah, that not is just awesome. for her, right? I mean, her and I, we're not making a million, but, hey, it's actually a paycheck. And it's something right. that, like, I mean, after 10 years of doing what we're doing, that's the best, that's the best reward. And, you know, it's just going to keep going forward. 
So her and I work very closely. She's working on, she's almost going to be full-time because she had previous engagements and appointments and stuff, and she'll be full-time. And it's just, oh, God, Shanice, I can't even tell you what, like, a manifestation that this has all been. It's just unreal. Well, that's awesome. Now, I didn't know that. Now, when you said you had financial yeah. backing, I thought no, maybe. I mean financial backing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were for real, for real. I'm for real. <laughs> well, yeah, that is no, it's, a it's, big accomplishment. It's huge. And I think I even posted on my Facebook or so that, you know, that first round of angel investing was a quarter million dollars. And they were, we were able to, you know, do really well with that and show what we can do moving forward. And, you know, it's, things are going good, going very, very well. So now that you have the backing, how will this evolve, Scorch Magazine? Like what what will be different now that you have this opportunity? <laughs> That's the funniest answer. Anybody who's known us long enough will laugh at this one. I will say consistency. <laughs> because those people who have stayed with us through the years, who have just been supporters and lovers of you know, so best do you part kind of people. We obviously have taken a month off here, moved the deadline there, you know, because we're all just trying to work a full-time job, and that was our, you know, our baby at the end of the night with Scorch. So now that we're able to have this backing and foundation, we can, hey, it's a full-time job. Hey, we actually, this is our job. Holy moly, we're not going to have an issue with any consistency with getting your shoes out. out. Bam, bam, bam. And that's what's so exciting about it is because we got so much, you know, tread. We've got a platform, and now we can actually dunk in the gasoline into the engine, for instance, for it to actually just go. So now will you have a monthly issue now? Well, that's coming, baby. That's definitely, I want to hit by the end of the year to get back on a monthly basis, absolutely, because whether you like it or not in the magazine business, even if it's digital, Everybody cares about the new issue. I mean, that's, just, that's mm-hmm. what people want to see. And so right now, having it every other month, you know, you only get that, that hit every other month. Well, we need to hit, obviously, more often because as a business, mm-hmm. you got to make money to, to pay for the money. Right. So you recently did a swimsuit photo shoot for Scorch Magazine, <laughs> and your <laughs> pic went viral. Now, tell me the story behind this and how this all happened. Girl, that was just insanity. I mean, it was just, okay, so those pictures were just for my birthday. Um, we mm-hmm. were in Santa Monica, and we were like, oh, let's do, you know, like a like a fat girl up on the beach kind of fun photo shoot. Hell yeah, you know. We all, like, mm-hmm. took some really fun photos, and it was all cool. And, and that was in March. Um, and then we took the week-long trek from Oregon to Florida as my family and I moved across country. Um, mm-hmm. We moved our own thing because my husband has a problem and OCD issues, so we had to move our stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was a six-night trip across the United States. So night two, we finally get to Florida, and this thing had been bugging me for a while. I just could never figure out how I wanted to say it. Like, I just got more and more annoyed, and I, I know people met well by saying, wow, you're so brave, and wow, you're so courageous. And, and they were saying that know, specifically on your Instagram or just everywhere? No, on my um, on my blog and on my Facebook. Okay. I don't think, yeah, it was blog and Facebook because where I think I got most of that. And I just, you know, going through my life and at the time, especially at that time, I have friends with kids with leukemia. I have, like, people battling cancer at this moment that I personally know. 
I personally right. know so many people going through real the real stuff. Um, that and I'm, and I'm not going to curse on your show, Shanice. I will be a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> you know, going through that real stuff that I thought, man, we need some perspective around here. And that's just right. it just that was just where it came from. It came from the real deal. And I was I remember sitting in that bed and I was like, I was in the morning as my brain usually works. I you know I wrote it out and but then to see with by the end of that night it hit almost a million people. I was like, wait a second, what? I mean, I thought it would do good. People love it when they see their girl in a swimsuit. I mean, of course they do, right? But never right. in a million years did I expect that, ever. I mean, it reached, like, right at $20 billion now, just on my Facebook alone. So you wrote, a, you wrote a blog post with the picture saying, basically, I'm not brave or whatever, and kind of... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was just a post on my Facebook and I also posted on Oh, it Instagram wasn't even a blog time. post. It was just a Facebook no, post. No, it wasn't even a blog post. Yeah, it was just a a picture and a rant, <laughs> pretty much. And, and so uh, people shared it, yeah. and it caught steam. Yeah. The, so yeah, who, who was the first to pick it up? Bustle. And I thought that was okay. so, and I love Bustle. Who doesn't love them? But they were the first to, like, pick it up and talk about it. And... I was like, wait a second, I think I have something here. And then I felt awful because I didn't give Marcy Guevara her pick credit because I didn't think it was anything with, you know, like, <laughs> it was like, oh, it's just a photo, whatever. But then I went back and edited it, and thank God people started giving her credit, you know, because she was, like, taking those pictures. And, I mean, it was just, it was amazing. It's, it's just, that has definitely opened up a lot of doors. And talk about, you know, divine, a divine path and intervention. I mean, the second day I'm in Florida, this happens. And, Four days later, we have an investor dinner, and then they have something great to talk about, you know? So I just wow. feel blessed beyond measure. I can't even explain it. Oh, man, that was this perfect timing. Right? Talk so, about goosebumps, chills. And so um, that was, you know, something you did with Scorch, but I have been seeing on your social media that you said mm-hmm. the next issue is going to be absolutely amazing, one of the oh my best groundbreaking. Yes. Now, can you give me any hints why the next issue is going to be the bomb.com? <laughs> I know, right? Our, and we've done this before. Um, I can tell you this, that we are going to have Patrick Starr as the cover. And for those of people who aren't maybe don't know, he's a makeup guru, Um dresses and drag often and is the ultimate makeup, you know, ugh, I feel like total girl crush on him. So he is just amazing. So he has, you know, around a quarter million people just on Instagram alone and Smashbox at the time did a shoot with him. And he's, he's just such, he's such an advocate now for what we do at Scorch and what we're, what we're, it's just amazing. And, he has the purest, kindest, most amazing heart and man we've ever met. And I'm just so, so proud because we had Delta work um, on one of our covers. And, again, Tiffany, she knocks in all the park every time with Nicole Alex always being that photographer for us. Yes. And they're just amazing duo. Tiffany and Nicole, they're the bomb.com. They make it happen. They are Scorch. And, um, you know, they did a shoot just recently, and I did, like, a little teasy preview on my Instagram. But wow, that's it's gonna be insane. Well, and I noticed that is like um, a direction Scorch is going in that's different than any other 
uh, Plus Size Magazine with the um, mm-hmm. diversity because you said that you oh, have yeah. a drag queen on your cover. Now, that's more diverse oh, yeah, baby. than anybody. <laughs> yeah, we've done it before. Even RuPaul shouted us out and everything because Delta was oh, on. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he, he was on um, the Drag Race. Uh, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. RuPaul has been a fan of us and an advocate as well, which is fantastic. And, you know, we have always said that, you know, Scorch truly is, in my opinion, the most diverse publication on the in the planet. And it's not just about fat girls, and it's not just about that, but we really challenge perceptions of beauty on many levels and even, mm-hmm. you know, gender equality. And, and, you know, with Bruce coming out, Bruce Jenner, I mean, my... I feel like we, on all levels, need to be more radically accepting of self and others. And if we can mm-hmm. make Scorch that vehicle to help open up some minds, and again, like it's all perspective, then mm-hmm. we'll go there. Scorch will always go there because whether you love it or not, when Patrick's a girl, honey, he works, and I want to be like him every day of the week. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. He shuts it down. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. And so when is that next issue set to launch? June 15th. So what a month? Yeah, about a month. Okay. Well, that's very exciting. I look forward to seeing that issue. Now, I have to ask this question. So the last <laughs> time I interviewed you on this show um, yeah. was last year, 2014. And that's right. you discussed about the plus-size community and, mm-hmm. you know, how you thought it was very cliquish and, for the most part, unsupportive. Now, a year later, tell me, do you <laughs> still feel the same way? Oh, of course I do, because that is just what it is. That is business, you know, it's, and that's just who people are. We as people congregate in the cliques, and, and that's just the way it goes down. I can't, I definitely don't feel like I belong to a clique, nor do I want to, because I kind of, I feel like I'm raging against the machine or something where, I don't know, I, I believe in that radical idea that we can actually help each other and actually still succeed. For instance, Slink Magazine, who in the world would be considered a competitor to Scorch, I do not think it that way. Neither does Rivki, who is one of the most amazing humans I've ever met, and I love her. And she's going to curate a collection for Cool Gal Clothing. And oh, wow. And she's putting it in Slink yeah, and she's putting it in Slink Magazine. And Slink Magazine is talking about Scorch, and Scorch is talking about Slink and Ripkey. So there is a way, and don't even, like, I get really fired up with this idea that there has to be yours or mine. And unfortunately, I just, I do not believe in that. I just don't. I, I, it's done me well so far. I think there's proof in the pudding that, hey, it might be a harder road, but it's a real road that if you just, stay open to that community and actually support them no matter what, that, you know, it's all good. And, you know, you're going to have people who are territorial. That is what it is. And maybe there are people I don't personally enjoy or get along with, whatever, that's fine. But even though it's that, they are still creating opportunities to open that community up, to open my community up and everything we all do to the bigger universe. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Because at the end of the day, we need more people to be accepting of self and others and actually open to this idea of plus size fashion and more plus models and body diversity and self-love. So however we get there, some people go a harder route, not the route I choose, but we're all on the same team at the end of the day. And I believe when the dust settles, when we're all like 90 and walkers, you know, 
we're all like hobbling around. We're like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. <laughs> right, right. Well, you're definitely doing something right because you keep progressing and you keep moving forward. And I'm proud of what you are doing and excited. Now, is there anything else that we need to mention? I know you are very busy. Is there something else that I I didn't cover? I love you. Well, we need Shanice Lewis collection. <laughs> I can't not offer here. Come on. And that's not an empty offer, Missy. That's an offline conversation. Um, All right. Well, I let's just, get the conversation going. Offline. Definitely. I mean it. Because, you know, I just, you know, I at the end, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you, especially to you, who is someone I have looked up to you, at you as a mogul, as an entrepreneur, as someone of their word. You have to be one of the most just diplomatic in, in the most genuine way of the entire community. And I just hope that people know that and know that about you and remember that because you support every single person, no matter what. And that's what I love most about you. And I have to thank you for those opportunities because I recognize that, that you've helped me out and Scorch and everything. You've been on the Scorch cover, you know. And, heck, you were in that first issue we launched, and I'll never forget right, it. So right, right. It's just, well, uh, I feel like we're all in this together. And if we can, wherever the money comes, whatever, I know that it will funnel through into opportunities for all of us. As long as we all remember, we're all here for the same purpose. So I feel very I blessed. agree. I agree. Well, thank you for that. And and do you have um, plans of maybe having any of events in Florida since you're in Florida now? Oh, God. No events, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go to Marie Denae's event. I'm going to Garner Style and CC's event. <laughs> I'm going to go to Glenn DeVoe's event. And we are headed over, because I'm on the board, I didn't mention that, I'm on the board of directors for London Plus Size Fashion Weekend, which is huge, huge. Me and Rifki together, hey, go team. And Anna Schillinglaw of Milk Lono Management, which is the agency that signed on test. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just there's huge things happening in London in September, girl. Huge. I'm gonna I want to go there. to London. Yes, we have to get you there because... This is going to be one for the record books, for sure. There's a lot of us banding together, and we are not messing around. Well, I'm excited about everything you're doing. I am, you know, when you win, I win, I feel. So when you announced that you had this big deal, I was like, oh, I want to know everything about it. So I need to ask you all these questions publicly (laughs) so everybody can know everything. Hey, that wasn't so bad. I didn't cry. That wasn't so bad. (laughs) Well, I will be talking to you. I don't care what you, they say um, about you, Shanice. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I will be talking to you offline about the collection and just keep Perfect. up the good work, and thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. And I'll good talk night. to you later. And thanks to Jessica for being a awesome guest on the show this evening. If you haven't already, don't forget to like our fan page on Facebook.com slash The Shanice Show. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.